0: If you know God made you to make a difference, turn up the volume, this is for you. Welcome to the Purpose to Impact podcast. Here, we're digging into the what, where, when, why, and how around taking impact from an opportunity to an actual occurrence. We'll see what it looks like at the business level church level and personal life level too. The who? That's already answered. It's you. You are purpose to impact. So settle in and listen up. Your desire to make a difference is doable, and it starts right here. Hey, hey, welcome or welcome back to the podcast. We are continuing our series on mindset shifts for deeper purpose and greater impact, and this was not the episode i had planned for today i had a totally different episode queued up um but while i was up early praying what when you hear this it'll be yesterday morning i knew this was the word for the week instead and the title of this one says it all we're talking about praying to preempt not just to repent it is so easy to get stuck in a rut of requests And repentance when it comes to prayer. Over the last few years, I've had some revealing conversations with God as He taught me about myself. He's shown me how He made me, and He's shown me what I've made of myself through my responses to life's experiences, challenges, and opportunities. This morning, when I prayed, it was another one of those conversations, but it was different. This time, it was an ahead of the game kind of conversation. It was more like, all right, God, here's this thing that I can't resolve on my own. And I know if I try, it'll be a mess. Help me leave it with you so we can avoid all of that. What flashed through my mind next was a series of times when in prayer, I gained that 2020 hindsight. But this time, I was so grateful for foresight. We can look back over our lives and see how God has been ordering our steps or constructing detours from our missteps all the while. But why should we only be able to see glimpses of purpose in the rearview mirror? Why must it only ever become clear or come together when we're looking backwards? I believe that if we have an understanding of who God says we are and what he has called us to do, then we can look forward and pray proactively to preempt some things that would threaten our purpose, instead of looking back and repenting for stuff we let derail us. As business owners, this might look like thoroughly evaluating clients or partners and thinking down the line about the impact those relationships might have in the trajectory of our business. I think back to a study that I did recently in Second Chronicles, starting from, I think, chapter 14 all the way up and thinking about how, you know, Jehoshaphat was this great king and God was with him. But if you look backwards through those chapters, you'll see a history of the way Jehoshaphat made decisions about who he was going to support. He went to war on behalf of King Ahab and God was like, excuse me, why would you do that? Like, he is not for me and you are supposed to be for me. Why are you fighting for him? And he made that decision because, well, that was his father-in-law. How did he end up marrying the daughter of one of the most like wicked kings ever? Well, looking back, Jehoshaphat's father had a history of aligning himself with kings of other nations and supporting them, going to war with them and doing all these things. And that didn't go well for him either. But why did his dad do that? Because his dad did that. And so I had started reading at chapter 20 and just really worked my way backwards, trying to figure out this chain of decision making. Like, how did we even get here? And I learned through that that those partnerships, those alliances that those kings made like were influenced by the king before him, which in this case was the father. So we're looking at a grandfather, a father and a son who all chose at different points of their kingship to partner up with or align themselves to go to war on behalf of people who were not God's people, who were enemies of God's people. But they did it because they thought maybe it would bring security to their own kingdom. They did it because they thought, oh, you know, we're cool. So yeah, sure. I'll help you out. They did it because they thought there was something in it for them. Maybe they could gain something out of it. And in business, it's really easy to take on clients and be like, hey, that's a big ticket client. Yeah, I'll do that. Or, you know what, this person could really add something to our team. Let's just bring them on. As business owners, we really have to think down the line about the impact those relationships might have in the trajectory of our business. Will we be able to stay true to our mission? Will this yes put us atop a slippery slope of not quite in alignment decisions? I've made the decision to not take on specific clients simply because... Their vision does not align with mine. Their activities, the things that they're about, don't align with how I choose to run my business. And I've had to make tough calls sometimes to say, you know what, the money isn't worth it. So we have to really consider those decisions and make sure it doesn't set us up on a slippery slope of making similar decisions. So, okay, if I say yes this one time, will it make it harder to say know the next to the next thing like and then you end up in what really winds up being mission drift if nothing else where you get so far off course of what you were really intending to do in the first place it's hard to reel it back in and sometimes you can't reel it back in in ministry in leadership in particular this could mean just not being quick to plug people into a position where help is needed just because they have a skill set or they have the availability. And I guess, honestly, this is really leadership across the board, whether it's a ministry or business or whatever, but as ministers of the gospel, whether it's in a church setting or whatever the, you know, the format might be, when we see needs that need to be met, it can be really easy to say, oh, let's just jump on it. Or, let's just plug this person here because they can do it. Instead, it makes the most sense to take a more outcomes-focused approach and kind of think backwards like, okay, what are we really here to do? What is our goal? What is it that God has entrusted us with responsibility over? And then making sure everything, all of those operations, align to those outcomes and really working backwards through the process and saying, is this something we are really supposed to be doing? And if so... How can we do it in a way that makes the most of the resources we have available, resources including people, and then finding the right people to plug in if this is something truly that needs to be taken on? Lastly, on a personal level, this is really all about letting God give the next right step that keeps us walking in His direction at His pace. Prayer can be more of this and less of us coming to God after we run ahead, praying He blesses the path we chose will catch up to our decisions, or will rescue us from our consequences. When we think of prayer this way, as preemptive, it really highlights the strategic nature of those conversations with God. We're on offense instead of defense. Now, any athlete will tell you both are necessary to win. The world has fallen, nothing and no one is perfect, and we will always have to repent. But how much more impactful could we be If our prayers were strategic and offensive against the enemy, instead of predominantly defensive, asking God to release us from the snares of the enemy we've fallen into. And I use that word snares like it could literally be anything. It's the stuff that Paul described as what so easily besets us. It's the stuff that isn't even sin. It's just not expedient. It's not helping us be who God created us to be or do what he's trusting and empowering us to do. It's what muddies up our sense of purpose and our perception of our own eligibility to pursue it. All in all, this mindset shift is about looking at prayer more strategically with more forward thinking. Then we can spend less time disentangling, unlearning and breaking free and more time fulfilling the purpose and calling in our lives so that we can see that impact come to pass. Lord, Lord, I thank you for just bringing this mindset shift to light. So I pray, Lord Jesus, that as we go forward from here, that you would convict us in those moments where we sit down to talk to you, that you would help us to really notice and consider what it is that we're bringing to you and how we can use our time in your presence to be strategic, to advance the kingdom, to advance our role in whatever it is you would have us to be doing. I pray, God, that you would bring this to our attention, let it settle in our spirits, and let us go forward in our prayer lives completely changed as to our approach. Never hesitating to repent when needed, never ever allowing that weight of guilt or condemnation to settle on us, but moving through that part of prayer and gaining that fresh start that comes only through repentance and being willing to then go back on offense and preemptively pray that you would direct our path towards accomplishing your vision, your mission, and your purpose for our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.